Life is the soul's journey to experience this physical world. Living life to the fullest is how we get the most from that experience. Join me in my podcast and YouTube series to explore the soul's journey and our connection to spirit. Hi, I'm Kennedy Morgan, spirit medium, and welcome to Hello from Heaven. Good morning, Vicky. How are you? <laughs> Good morning. I'm awesome. I have my Cocoa Puffs coffee with me right now. <laughs> <laughs> me too. I have my, it's a, it's a, um, uh, Tamir ginger and cinnamon tea, nice. which I got down here at the local market, but it's really, really good. And I put a little bit of honey in it just to, not a lot, but just to sweeten it just a little bit. But, oh, I love teas in the morning. It's my favorite thing. I have to, I have to always have to have my tea. And you know me, it's a tea or some like a chai latte with soy or almond milk or something like that, you know, but um, I have to have my tea in the morning. I used to drink coffee in the morning all the time, but you know, because of my acid reflux, I don't do that anymore. Do so, that anymore. Yeah, so I try to. I like both. I love that chai tea that you introduced me to at the Page in the Sun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like those too, you know, but it's a little bit grainy. Um, but I like it because they don't they don't put like, the, you, know, the, you know, when you're at Starbucks, they put a lot of sugar in the in the tea. So yeah, I don't like too much of the sugar. And even if I do go to Starbucks, I only get like maybe one or half or no, one. This oh. tastes like is the cocoa from last night. It's so funny, but it's oh, like cacao. Yeah. Like cocoa, 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 cocoa. It actually tastes like the cacao. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So you're still you're still on that thing. Oh, let's that, talk yeah. about last night. Oh my gosh. I think we should, yeah. <laughs> so I had the most fun last night. What about you? Um, it was amazing. I, um, I had the best sleep. Um, it was really interesting because I didn't think that I would let loose as much as I did, but, um, in saying that I got to show you the card I pulled for you. Cause I was sitting here thinking and reflection on our intentions. And I know we're going to talk about intentions, but so last night we were at a cacao, um, full moon ceremony. And we'll talk about it more like Kennedy go, but we were dancing and we were just, um, just having fun and letting loose. So I thought this morning I wanted to pull a card for myself and then for Kennedy. And when I see, can you see that? Ten of pentacles. Can you see everyone's holding hands and they're dancing? Oh, yes. Right <laughs> on top. Yeah. And yeah. all walks of life and we're yeah, just- kids and dogs and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, you're pulling it from my favorite. Is that is that from the um, uh, Lightseers? Yeah. So that's deck. what I got. Oh, that's yeah. that's my favorite deck. I love that that yeah. deck of tarot tarot cards. Um, yeah. How fun! I Isn't love that. Crazy? Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> and the message, and that's what it kind of reminded me of last night, was just you know we're grounding, you know, of course, but embracing abundance came up when I seen that card. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and I know your intentions this year and I'm sure you'll share them, but this card kind of just like was grounding your intentions for me seeing it that way. It was yeah. Cool. Oh, thank you for that. That's amazing. I love that little insight message. What what card did you pull for yourself? Um, you want to see the card I got? Yeah. Oh, you know, that's my, that's one of my favorite cards too. And I, 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 and I love like, you know, the little straps on her, her sandals. Yeah, I have those straps, so I wear them on my boots sometimes. But I got the inspiration from that card. From that card. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know that little feather um, bracelet, bracelet that I have. Also, yeah. inspiration from the way that the characters dress on the cards. And you know, my intention this year too is, like I said, I've had a, you know, a, <clears throat> a crazy last three years of my life, very traumatizing, very you know, hard and everything, but. We were talking about last night how I was sitting in in those last three years of like, you know, silence, going through grief, going through tragedy. And this reminded me of this is what I want to do this year. Or I will be doing is moving, you know, maybe the queen mm -hmm. of is moving that motion, taking the wisdom I've learned, mm -hmm. you know, the gifts that other people have given me. Mm -hmm. um, and I love that little bird messenger up top to come, you know, with me. I just, yeah. yeah I it was and you so notice how confidently she's looking at the future and contemplating at the same time. And what's really interesting in this card is because in the, in the stone, um, I guess, pillar or seat that she's sitting on in the little uh, um, bottom, I think, right hand corner there, there's I a know. little bowl. Singing bowl. 
singing bowl. Yeah. And I think it has water in it, but that but the um the water represents like, you know, con conduits or um the uh how someone channels energy. And notice it's in right underneath her, especially underneath her feet. So that usually tells me that when I see this card, it usually tells me that you know that person is channeling like, like the conduit of intention or the conduit of life or the conduit of that, you know, um uh what do you would call it um uh, goals and aspirations and desires things like that mm. and she's looking forward and she's looking forward with confidence yeah, so knowing that she's cool. she's uh she's gonna be good so hmm. what fun eh? i know so much fun so much fun um so yeah let's talk about last night um well last night we went to the cacao moon um, ceremony, you know, that Crystal put on, um, and Dylan, which I think they did an amazing job. Um, when I left there, as we were chatting, I just felt like a huge shift actually with my throat chakra. Um, I could feel that at the end, kind of just opening up a little bit mm -hmm. to allow space into my heart. Mm -hmm. Um, one of my intentions this year was trying to live or going to live from a more heartfelt space. Not that I don't, but I just want to allow my heart to open gradually when it's ready on its own time and be really authentic and i got a really authentic feeling last night nice was that your first time doing a cacao ceremony no i've done them a couple times but not down here mm. yeah it's interesting the feeling down here maybe because it's the energy the people we were with awesome people last night but also the aspect to be able to go outside mm -hmm. really, you know dance like how long do we dance for an hour and a half Oh, yeah, we danced for quite a long time. Right. And, you know, I'll to be honest with you, because it was my first time in in, in a cacao ceremony. And um, I didn't know what to expect. I, and you know me, I am a natural skeptic about yeah. stuff. Just, That's what I was just stuff, almost everything, <laughs> 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 including what I do sometimes. It's kind of ironic, but um, but uh, uh, I I really as as we were in the taxi going to the um the ceremony last night i wasn't feeling too well because i was exhausted from the day and i didn't get that much sleep from the night before but um uh i was pretty exhausted and i grounded myself and raised my energy in the taxi and i was feeling a bit better as we walked in the ceremony but um as we were moving through the ceremony it just my energy just got better and better and better and then when we took that chocolate I was nervous I didn't know like exactly what it would do to my system because you know um um I don't imbibe in any you know um uh other medicines or other medicines or drugs or anything like that so places I like to be in control of myself <laughs> um but uh so I didn't know what to expect and it was a very smooth, almost almost unnoticeable transition where I went from this place of just listening to what was going on to really emotionally engaging in the experience. And I think that's why when we started dancing, I was just like, I don't give a shit. Let's just let go and have fun and be open and, you know, have this be a part of my experience for that night. And, um, um, yeah, I really enjoyed it so much. And then at the end, and the music was just amazing too, as well. Oh, so the playlist, the playlist was amazing. And, um, at the end, um, when we had our, um, our little kind of sort of uh, wrap up there, I, excuse me for a second, I'm going to pause this. Okay. um my my dog is knocking at the door and he wants to come in and sit on my lap so <laughs> um, <Turning> him out. <laughs> yeah I will I I, I put him there because he was sleeping but here he is this is little Tatum hi, hi, Tatum. Tatum. say hi Tatum <laughs> no kiss kiss okay um this thing uh so uh at the end when we were wrapping up and uh talking about our experiences I I really felt connected with the people there. And that was amazing. And you know what, Vicky, it was so nice not to be the one always holding space for others. It was nice. Yeah, it was so nice that 
uh, Crystal, and just so you know, if you guys uh, uh, watched our last podcast, it was Crystal that did the cacao ceremony for us. She was our guest on our last podcast. And um, her and Dill, um, just she they they just made it a great space to be in last night. And I it was it was cool. It was cool. So for me, you know, um, not that I'm anybody, but um, if you've never done a cacao ceremony before, oh my gosh, I would totally, especially if we do it with Crystal and Dill, um, totally um, recommend it. Yeah. Yeah, it was very sacred and safe. Like I felt like I can be a little bit, like you say, around people I don't know, um, talking about myself, like I'm more inward, more introvert. So the people there were just, we we didn't actually talk. We were just sharing our energy and you could feel it. Yeah. Right? And you could really feel the exchange and heartfelt. We were hugging people and we laughed and, you know, exchanging our information, but it was coming from that heartfelt place. Yeah. Not who you were, but what you were feeling and the energy. Yeah. Um, and it was beautiful to, like you say, receive and for allowing us to receive fully. Like when I seen you dancing, I was like, yes, right? Uh, <laughs> like you, just let go. you know, and it was like, you know, it was like, a, I can see you as this, you know what I mean? It reminded me of like, you're a young teenager and just like, just letting go. Um, and there was something with the tribal music. And I think we talked about that a little bit too, is that the beating of the drum and I could hear like the, um, some point I heard like whimsical stuff and I was journeying a lot throughout the dance. So sometimes it was the music. Sometimes I think I was, you know, in some other realms or, but it was, um, the music gave me a space to really almost shut my thoughts down but also explore with my team and my guides into some, you know what I mean? Magical places. If that yeah. Happens. Yeah. It was pretty cool. I, you know what, if, if, if um, just a little it, tidbit about um, my personality and, and what I like, I love music. Um, not so much rap, but um, I love music and, um, and especially like the nuances of like, certain types of drum beats and and things like that in the music but it's not to the drum beats because i think that if it's just drum beats um it's kind of humdrum right mm -hmm. a little boring with the same drum beat over and over and over again but when you add the little nuances of musical tones and and slowness and softness and loudness and variations of harmonies and melodies and put together in addition to the drum beats it's it's it for me, and I hate to use this word because it's so woo woo ha ha, but it's very magical for me. And it really resonates with me. Like my body, every single cell in my body resonates with music. And then I, and it's, I'm, I allow myself to let go and let the music take over. And when it does, it's, it's one of the, my favorite things to do is to dance, to be honest with you. Um, and it's a great way to relieve stress too. Take you into that place. And that's what you yeah. should feel coming in and then we'd play softer music and then it'd be going out and and your body was just embracing it and we were all just yeah it was it was really cool magical is actually a cool word because it was it was a very magical feeling last night yeah 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 so it was it was pretty cool i would do it again for sure oh, so in a heartbeat yeah and like you know we've talked before like in, in workshops or different thing like for raising our vibration and vibrational set point like if we danced every day like that in the morning, <laughs> just let ourselves go. Sometimes, you know, when we're rushing around, we're doing this, you know. So I um I'm gonna put the intention of, you know, doing more of my music. I haven't done that for a while. Yeah, you know, I used to when I was a kid, and I remember I was going through um um I don't know a lot of people know, but I, I had a very rough childhood. Um and um, when I was a kid, whenever I wanted to escape from that, I um, I sang and I danced a lot by myself in my room. Nice. So this is why I said I always wanted to become a singer when I grew up. <laughs> but no, I talked to dead people instead. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, oh, and then last night I had this, the craziest well, it's not crazy, actually, but it was a very healing dream for me. Um, so when I was in high school, I had met somebody um, and uh, uh, fell in love. And most of my high school friends never do at all. 
but it was in my, I think, 10th grade year. Yeah, 10th grade year. And I fell in love with this guy and um, um, nothing, nothing sexual, nothing, anything like that, just to be clear. But the emotions were there. And um, we hung out a lot. We were best friends. And um, my dream was about going to this place or just being on a vacation with a group of other guys, right? Like just friends. Um, and But we were together. And um, we ended up in my dream separating or, um, I don't know, he left all of a sudden or something, went someplace and just disappeared. And I, in the dream, there was another, um, another friend that we were on the vacation with. And that friend ended up being a comfort to me. And I remember on the car, in the car on the way back home, um, crying on his shoulder because in real life, I never had that opportunity to really let go of that. Mm. Because no one knew that I was gay when I was in high school. Well, they might have known or guessed, but I wasn't out. And um, I didn't have anybody to talk to. And I never got over that because I didn't have anybody to talk to. I had to work through all those emotions by myself and be strong and act like nothing was wrong and act like nothing happened. And, you know, day to day going to school, it was very tough for me. And I don't think, you know, the guy that I was um, with at that point, I don't think he even knew how difficult it was for me. It took me a good, I would say, five years before I was able to move past the emotions that were connected to that moment in my high school years. Um, But last night when I had that dream, it all came, like all of it came out and it was all released. And I attribute that to the cacao ceremony because cacao is about opening up the heart and opening up, you know, the emotions and, and recognizing them for what they are. Right. So last night when I had that dream, I was like, wow, that was amazing to be able to release all that and let it all go. That was just incredible. So I'm, I'm hands down. That was a great experience for me. What a beautiful gift. And it's amazing how we can hold on to emotions that we don't realize right? Yeah. Um, How they can hide in two different areas or just then. And sometimes we're just not ready yet to release that. Uh, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. We're in that heartfelt space and, you know, opening more and, and um, yeah, that's beautiful. And um, also too, I think it's just the right time in my own life to be able to, you know, handle those emotions and have emotions and have them resurface without being so engaged with them. If that makes any sense. Sense, really? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was a pretty good, pretty good, pretty good evening for sure. So, and then I woke up this morning going, oh, I just want to stay in bed. <laughs> oh, I slept right through the night and I had some profound dreams. Some I remember, some I don't, but it was um, a lot of journey taking me to those places that, you know what I mean? And like you say, uh, epiphanal moments. Yeah. Um, it was so funny because... Um, I live with, I'm staying with my mom right now too, and doing some caregiving with her. And, and she was hit by a bus down here in Puerto Rico, what, three years ago? Mm, yeah, you told me about that. Mm-hmm. So I was reading my, I love this book. It's called, I you know how I like to swear? Mm. Um, book. Mm. I going through it, but look at this one here. You never know when you're going to be hit by a bus. So damn it, say I love you. Oh, and I brought this a couple of years ago and I was going through my stuff this morning and I just thought that was so cool. So I took a picture of it because my mom is, it's fine. She healed from her um, accident. Um, you know, she'd crushed her leg and, but she reminds me, she's just like this remarkable little angel, angelic. Um, she's been through so much hardship the last you know five years of her life. She's had cancer. Um, she's had a stroke hit by the bus and now she's got kidney failure and I was looking at this morning and just seeing and looking at those gifts and the wisdom she gives me and the mm-hmm. strength. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you've met her. Like, she's just this little angelic feeling, right? Um, so, yeah. Yeah, she said you would never. And just so you know, uh, can I can I describe yeah, to yeah. the audience? Like, yeah. you know, um, your, your, your mother, Vicky, she, when you meet her, you would never know. No. 
any of this stuff has happened to her. Like she does not lead with being a victim or illness or anything like that. She's like this vibrant, like you said, angelic, you know, and she's sweet and she's kind and she's thoughtful and she's, you know, and she's just, um, and she's what, what I like about your mama. She's always in the moment and always present. She's not thinking about, she might be in her head, but you just never yeah. know. But, you know, she always makes, she's always made me feel as if she's been in the moment engaged in the conversation. She's not thinking about something else. She's not doing something else. She's not on her phone, things like that. She's always in the moment. And I think a lot of people have lost that ability to be in the moment with everything that's going on in the world, but your mom has got it. No, so, yeah. yeah. So it was, it was kind of epiphanal and she was with me last night, kind of on uh, some of these journeys and stuff like that. And I, I spend more time with her and yeah. And it was just, it was like, read that book. So I went and looked at that book today and I just started having that inner, you know, giggle with myself and going, you know, how many, times we don't tell people we love them right that's right and because she was hit by the bus we have this internal giggle with our family right um you know so it's that it was just that reminder again to tell people that you know even energetically if they're not in our lives or not somewhere we can reach out you know is sharing that space of just that heartfelt unconditional love yeah yeah and even though you know and, and you're right even if they're not in our lives anymore you know even if they've they're on the other side and they've crossed over and um even if we just think it or say it out loud, it's they still hear you and they still receive that the energy of that love that you are expressing through your mm -hmm. words, but more importantly, through the emotions that you feel. So and I always tell people when you when you think about telling someone you love them, don't hesitate to do it. Or that you care or that, you know, you think they look pretty today or that you're proud of them or whatever that may be. Don't hesitate to do it um, because you can be somebody's angel and lift them up or you can somebody's demon and knock them down. And I always like to ask the people or ask people, who do you want to be? The angel or the demon for somebody else. Exactly. Right. And so I'm that way. And, you know. I use love casually sometimes because, you know, when you're with your friend, love you, say, love you, see you later type of thing, you know, and, but, but in moments I will, in odd, weird moments when I feel it, I will turn around and I will give somebody a hug and say, I love them because I feel it at that moment. And it's genuine and it's real. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and, you know, I'm not a, a hugger as well. Like, I don't, I don't, I'm not a hugger. <laughs> I hug people um, because it's what socially is acceptable, but I'm uncomfortable hugging people and I'm not a hugger, but I will do it. <laughs> so it's interesting you brought that up because I was talking with somebody about that the other day. And I don't think it's from an intentional place of like hugging, but I think for me, it's about my energy. And it's about, you know what I mean? I'll try and raise, I'm raising my vibration and that I kind of got myself and my energetic, you know, or a bubble. And sometimes my hugs are, are a hug energetically, mm -hmm. like the arms wrapped around me because sometimes I feel, or that person's energy is, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Maybe we aren't managing it and it's trying to come in. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. So yeah, I'm, I'm not as comfortable hugging as I used to be. Yeah. Well, it's called borders and boundaries, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we have to, we have energetic borders and boundaries that we create for ourselves. And I think that's so important too, as well. So, um, which, which then leads me to our, our next topic of the podcast, mm -hmm. which is intentions yeah. and things like that for this year. So, um, oh gosh, where do we start? Jeez. Well, do you know what my intentions are? I've, I've never been like a goal setter. Mm-hmm. And even before I kind of got into my energy world life practice, I think I was just creating in this little world of my own yeah. <laughs> what I was doing. But I didn't like the aspect of, for me, goals, because a lot of my things that I imagine my little world, a lot would come through, but some wouldn't. And I would be in that thing of why. So over the years, I've kind of just put these intentions out there and and kind of like surrendering. Mm -hmm. I don't worry about money you know what I mean I create it I like to work 
but I don't worry about tangible things as much anymore. Mm-hmm. And they seem to just come. I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I don't like the word expectation. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why, but there's a little, it has probably to do with my own healing stuff. But mm-hmm. so this year, my intention was, was to just really allow 2023 to kind of come in and open, you know, I'm opening these doors of joy, more fun, and just really allowing them to come in. But for me, stepping out of the way, mm-hmm. that's my, you know what I mean? Kind of surrendering, stepping out of the way. I've been really sitting and contemplating for the last couple of years, doing a lot of healing work. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And really mm-hmm. allowing the joy coming in. And that's what last night was so much fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, giving myself permission. Yeah. I think that's so important. You know, I, I'm like you, I, I, and we've talked about this before and I know this is probably not a popular, um, um, perspective, but I'm not a holiday person at all whatsoever. When I was a kid, I used to be, because when you're kids, you know, it's fun, but as you get older, you realize, and especially, you know, through the experiences that I've had in my life, you realize that, um, you know, there doesn't need to be one particular day out of the year where you give somebody a gift or you tell somebody you love them or you spend time together as a family or a group of friends or um you know um you buy them roses or you know whatever that may be um but, but so to that degree you know christmas valentines new years all those type of uh, holidays um, I know people are going to hate me when I say this, but um, it's just another day for me. Why? Because I believe that these are things that we should do all year long, not just pick one day out of the year to do it all, but do it all year long. Express somebody, express to somebody that you love them um, or that you care. Buy them a gift, right, uh, throughout the year. Um, take them out for a nice Valentine's dinner on in July, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, do it throughout yeah. the year. It doesn't have to be one particular I day. I totally agree. And it, yeah, I yeah. totally agree with you. And like I said, I don't want to be bah humbug. Um, but especially when you've, you know, um, like I lost my son, you know, two and a half years ago. Christmases have been hard for me, but my son and I used to do things by ourselves. Mm. So we didn't buy into that model of, you know what I mean? we have a big family and um, you know how they get torn up or dysfunctional after all the years, him and I would just go down to the streets and, and hand out blankets and give things. And that was really our Christmas. So this year I went down to um, we're in Puerto Verde for once. I don't know. Um, and down to um, the end of our beach um, where this group every year hang Christmas, have, have Christmas presents out hanging for the Mexican kids. And it was so beautiful and heartfelt. There was like, Oh, thousands of gifts. And they hang them on the trees so the kids can come in and pick what they want. And then they cut them down for them. And there was bicycles and skateboards and Barbie dolls. And and just to see the faces of the kids. So that was joyful for me for Christmas morning. And then I got really anxious this Christmas morning thinking that um, this is my third Christmas without Harley. Um, I was going to nail it and be okay. And I just, I wasn't right. I I tried to go into a situation where people were, you know, having breakfast and I, and I try not to be, you know, I call it the grief downer, you know what I mean? So you sit there in silence and while you're sitting in silence, you, you know, the grief kind of starts percolating and turns to anxiety and all these things. So um, it brought up some emotions that I have to look at and heal again type, but a lot of people go through grief through the holidays, you know, time of year. It's not, yeah. you know, but, and we all learn to handle them and do them differently. But I love the idea of, you know, we can give love throughout any day of the year. Yeah. Um, yeah. People just want to be, you know, by themselves or contemplate different times for the holidays. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I guess my, my intention for this year, um, uh, well, first of all, health, I think, you know, um, um, as I'm getting older here, <laughs> it's like something that's, um, uh, been in my active energy. Um, so, um, really just doing things that are more healthy for me. Um, you know, um, I don't drink that much anyways, but even cutting down more on drinking, um, eating more foods that are more healthy for me. So I've been really conscious of that, as you know, um, 
So health and vitality has been something that I've been really looking forward to this year. Um, and I think, um, like I said yesterday in the cacao ceremony, um, I will always and forever strengthen my, build my, and um, 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 expanding my connection with the spirit world. Um, it's, it's my passion. You know, and I hate to say this, but sometimes I like spending more time with spirit than I do the people <laughs> in the physical world. Um, it's 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 but it's true. Um, it's just I feel like you know they have a a greater sense of wisdom and knowledge and this infinite source of just understanding, yeah, understanding. and yeah. And when I'm in that space, I feel like I can. I'm not, I'm not anxious. I'm not stressed. I'm not. Um, well, cause we know in that world too, is they're not judging us. We're just totally in that 100% in that. Yeah. Realm. Yeah. But also too, because, you know, because I'm in that space, I'm not, I'm not dealing with the stuff that is here in the physical right. world. Yeah. Right. And uh, that, that is often, but then that we often experience throughout our lives. Here. Yes, I know <laughs> that yeah. I know, yeah. and that's and yeah. but that's the yeah. thing too, right? In 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 any time, I think anybody working with um, um, spiritual energy, um, or uh, and I th I think that it's important to realize too that you know um, you still have a life to live, and you have to come back to this physical world and deal with your own stuff. And this is why I find it interesting because uh, people make these judgments sometimes about what we do, Vicky, that because we are mediums, that our lives are perfect and everything goes right for us all the time, every day, all day. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> because, because we know, and we should know about the future or like, you know, what's going to happen, things like that. Right. But it doesn't yeah. work that way. Um, we still have our own lives to live. We still have those milestones and lessons to learn and experiences to have. And we go through those experiences just like everybody else. The only difference I think and this is what I say. The only difference I think um, between myself or you and somebody else is that you know we have these tools. There's the the the, the, the tools and our, our toolbox for that matter um, that we use to be able to get ourselves and guide ourselves and lead ourselves and um, you know, um, make life just a little bit easier or more vibrant or more colorful or more energetic for us. And and I think that's for me. I look at life as really truly an adventure versus like a, a challenge. Yeah. Um, and when I look at it that way, it, it, it really is an adventure, you know? Um, and don't get me wrong. And then, and then adventures, bad things do happen sometimes to people. Right. But it's we work through them. Yeah. With the toolbox, because for a while there, like I said, when I was in my heavy grief, I could see my toolbox, but I didn't have the energy to go in and mm. use some of them. So mm -hmm. it was hard for me to sit mm -hmm. and heal a lot of um, old wounds that grief brings up. Um, but I could, I could see the toolbox. I could see my, you know, spirit team kind of nudging me like, you know, you look at healing this before going forward. You know what I mean? So like you say, it's interesting. Um, sometimes I feel the connection with spirit is we actually have to even work harder because they're showing us that they're not letting us move <laughs> until we actually heal it. Some of yeah. them, you know, and so it's like I always say when I open the door to this world, it's, uh, you know, I'm grateful. I feel blessed. But sometimes I have that little like, OK, this is a curse. Right. <laughs> it's challenging times. Right. And it then is. Will happen and shift it. But, you know, it's 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 beautiful. It's a gift. And it's it's really made me look at myself. Yeah. And, and you know, deeper and deeper. It's absolutely, absolutely. And you're always constantly, you know, evolving and, evolving. you know, um, um, trying to um, work through and heal those aspects about your own personal um, life experiences that may have not been so great for you or some beneficial. But if you really look at it, they actually were beneficial for you because it allows you to learn and grow and expand and who you are and as a person. Um, but you're absolutely right. You could have, or you can go to a, a course or a workshop and, and, you know, learn all these beautiful and amazing tools and, and knowledge and gain all this knowledge, right? But unless you actually apply that, and that's, and that's what I call the work, unless you actually apply it in your life, um, then it's useless. 
Yeah. Right. Knowledge is only useful if you apply it. Or tools are only useful if you apply it. A valuable lesson that I learned is when I was really, really at one of my low points and I was actually kind of like angry at myself for not being able to do them. When you're vibrational, and you know, I've talked about this before, is so low is the biggest thing you can't use those tools. So it's sitting in that and raising your vibration. And sometimes it's very, very, very slow. For me, it was at this time anyway. Um, and then when you do raise it up there, you can start using those tools. But I think sometimes we get discouraged, completely myself, um, of knowing that, remembering those, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's when, the, when you're depressed or sad or angry or and you're in those lower vibrational set points of emotions, um, it's really, really difficult to think about using those tools because you're in the moment you're engaged in that emotion and emotions are, are powerful elements of, you know, life. So, um, but that's again, where the work comes in. Okay. When you're in that space and, um, do you have the mental capacity and mental ability, or have you trained yourself mentally enough where you can Stop for a moment, even for a second, and realize, okay, these emotions do not benefit me. I make right? a choice. And you have a choice to make. Yeah. And then hopefully um, you make the right choice in terms of like choosing for a higher and better emotion and um, getting yourself out of that space. I'm not saying that you shouldn't honor yourself and honor your own anger or sadness, things like that. There's a there's a degree of that, yes. But to stay in that space for a long or lengthy amount of time does not benefit um, it you. Serve. It doesn't serve you, no. Mm -mm. So, and that's where you know it's important to to realize too, and that anger is not a bad thing, no. nor is sadness. Right? No. People always go, "Oh my God, she's angry! Look at the way she's acting!" Right? But it's not a bad thing. Sometimes anger can inspire us to do things, but it pushes our limits, right? To yeah. it's how we use our anger. And I anger is one of my emesis, right? And it was I used to be that, but but I've I've learned to work with her. And <laughs> 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 if she comes out, it's tricksy, right? But she doesn't come out very often anymore. Um, but no, it got us to certain places in our life of survival, right? If you're, That's right. You know, I lived a life of fight or flight most of my life. So it was a huge survival mechanism for me and a huge part of my life. So I embraced that with like my ego, right? So yeah. I put my ego aside, my anger, and we're, you know, yeah. we're this little happy family now that we've uh, learned to work with each other and, you know, yeah. embrace each other. Yeah. Yeah. And I think um, people too much put too much emphasis on, you know, the lower vibrational energies being taboo, but if you work with them and you manage them in the right way, I think that they can benefit you to some degree. Mm -hmm. um, and you use them to actually, as a sounding board or a springboard to get you to a higher emotional set point. I think at that point, then you've really mastered um, raising your vibration. Yeah. So, or raising your emotional set point. So, so just for the audience, when I talk about raising vibration, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about raising your emotional set point to a higher, to a higher, you know, um, emotion like happiness or joy or love or peace or satisfaction, things like that. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So my intention is to, is to, um, uh, have a stronger connection with spirit and, and develop myself even more. Um, I'm always doing that. And, um, yeah, to really, to really make your just, um, just be, I, I, I shared with you last night, um, the new reincarnation of Mystic Circle, my cafe that I had here, down here. So, um, when it does happen again, and I say when, because it will, um, uh, it's going to be called Oracle Cafe Wine and Apothecary. So, and Oracle means for the, the audience who don't know, it means um, someone who is able to gain insight um, or divine insight or divine wisdom or intelligence from um, scrying or um, uh, using tools or things that would help you to understand the future, the past, the present and the future, I should say. So, yeah. Cool. That's so exciting. 
And I know you're a manifester and you will manifest it, right? It's just, it's just I I have to say, I, this sounds very egotistical and I, I apologize, but I have to pat myself on my shoulder because I am a great manifester. Yes. Um, I manifest very well. I don't know how I do it. Well, I know how I do it, but I don't, uh, it's the skill sets. It's the box, the tools that we use. Right. It is the tools. So, and like I said, you're very good, I think. And then, then stepping out of the way. Yes. Mm -hmm. Looking at the messages when they come, those opportunities. Yes. And that type of, you know, I do. I, I do. And this is probably the hardest thing is surrendering and, and allowing universe to guide us. Right. Yeah. And this is, this is a part of like, let's go back to intentions here for a second. When, when we talk about this, because this is really a part of, you know, intentions, it has is a huge part of intentions because when we have an intention that we want to have, whether it be, you know, in our, any aspects of our lives, um, uh, it really is about, getting emotionally attached to the results of the intention and not worrying about the process in between having a, having a general and a loose plan, but, but not being so specific in that plan that if it goes wrong or the plan or the process goes wrong, that you um, get thrown out of the emotions that you've attached to the result of it. Right. So let's say, for example, I wanted a cup of coffee or something like that. And I put in my head that, okay, I'm going to get a cup of coffee. Right. But, I plan to walk down to Starbucks to get my cup of coffee. And that's the plan. So I have all this in my head where I'm going to enjoy my walk down to Starbucks. I'm going to get there. Uh, I'm going to get in line. I'm going to order my coffee. I'm going to have my chai latte or, you know, um, um, whatever it is that you order. Um, and that's the process. Meanwhile, on the way down there, I've passed several different cafes that are just as good with copies that may or may not be even better. And still, I only want my Starbucks cup of coffee. Okay. Because that's my intention is to get the cup of coffee. That's my desire. That's what I've emotionally attached to. Well, then I get to Starbucks and it's closed because for whatever reason, the water shut off or the electricity is down. Okay. And then I get really upset and I get really disappointed and I get down or I, I get irritated because Starbucks is closed and I'm now I can't have my cup of coffee. And so that puts you into this like cycle 22 of like, ah, my day is horrible. You know, um, this is stupid that Starbucks is closed or, you know, that see, no matter what I try, no matter what I do, it doesn't turn out right for me. We get into this like really lower vibrational set points with our emotions and it becomes a cycle 22. And then throughout the day, we have more of that. Yeah. And then you live in those lives of habitual habits. And yeah. Your brain then gets programmed, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, that's and then the rewiring of your brain of like setting that attention that you're just going to have a beautiful cup of coffee. You yeah. Know where it is and you'll land there. Exactly. In the meantime, I've passed by three different cafes along the way. And I could have just gone there to have my cup of coffee. At the end of the day, what I wanted was my cup of coffee. That was that was the desire, right? But no, we don't look at that. We only look at just that specific, this being the specific, sorry, specific in how things um, work out for us or the process of it. And I always invite invite people to, you know, if you're going to create intentions for the year or you're going to create desires and goals and even like, um, what do you call those things that people make at the end of the year or for the new year? Um, like a vision board? No. Um, you know, when they, uh, oh my gosh. See, this is why I don't celebrate the new year. <laughs> uh, um, um, resolutions. Oh, resolutions. New, new year's resolutions. Yes. So um, it, regardless of what you're doing, intentions, resolutions, creating goals, things like that, you know, have a loose and, living plan for for what it is that you desire get emotionally attached to that desire and then step out of your way yeah. and allow the process to unfold unfold and take yeah. different turns if it needs to right and don't be so much in control of the process but be in control of your emotions that you set on the desire so that when you raise your vibrational set point emotional set point that's equal to the desire or to the goal that you want, then um, through certain processes, you get the results that you want. And it's not about, 
you can save the universe, you could save divine will, you could say whatever you want to say. But at the end of the day, it really is about your perspective or your mindset. Um, and that creates like your emotions and emotions are so powerful that, you know, um, they inspire action and then the actions actually produce the results that you want. So for me, even though that's channeling to a degree, thought energy that gets transferred to or trans, tra transitions to emotional energy, which transitions to act, active energy, actions that you take, and then transitions to the results, right? Um, it's all channeling that energy. But, um, but when you understand that process, then you realize that the one thing that you just need to focus on is just that thought of having that goal or having that desire or having that, you know, resolution. Yeah, that exactly. That coffee, it'll all work out. Exactly. So, um, so that's, that's my, that's my trick. That's what I do. Um, and that's how and why I think I manifest things so well, because I understand to a very, very high degree of how energy works like that. So, Mm -hmm. And it all starts in the head, and in, in your I like mind. Visualize, and like you say, I'd be visualizing that cup of coffee, not knowing, you know what I mean, but knowing I will get there. Not when, not here, but it's that beautiful, I can smell the aroma, it can feel it going down my throat. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. then, you know what I mean? It just keeps on visualizing, visualizing. Mm -hmm. And then when you feel like you're not getting, you're not achieving that intention or you're not achieving that goal, you don't allow that to distract you. You just stay exactly. focused on the goal and the desire and you move forward, right? Um, and that's that's how I think most people who are successful are successful, um, no matter what you do. Right. And when I talk about success, of course, I'm not just talking about financial success, but like, you, you know, life success as well. So being happy or success in the goals that you want to have or the resolutions that you want to, you know, accomplish this year. And healthy oh. emotion, everything. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. So. Um, so what do, I don't know. About Go January, ahead. End of January, what you're, what we're doing. Oh, um, well, yes. Uh, what we, well, okay, that's right. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still kind of sort of groggy this morning. So, um, so on the thirtieth, are you excited about the thirtieth? I am. I kind of sometimes, like I said, I've only done three group events, mm -hmm. and sometimes I still, even when I'm doing a session, I always kind of have just that little, you know, um, it's not even fear. It's kind of like just, oh, is spirit going to be there? And they always are, but yeah. it's. I think I'll always have that. I know you and I have talked about it. The group thing I love because with the energy, when we did it, and I've done a couple of sessions at home in Vancouver, the energy and the vibration and just the healing messages were so profound for me being able to deliver and be a part of that. I'm excited, but I do have a little bit of that fear. Are they going to be there? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know what? Space and it's so beautiful. So it kind of like excited me some more. Oh, you did go. Okay, good. I'm I glad did, you, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you went to see it. You know, I, since I've been doing this work, I, even with my private sessions, I get nervous too. Like I always think, oh my God, are they going to show up? Or what's going to happen? I don't, that never goes away. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but they do. You're right. They spirit always shows up in one, one way or form, I guess. Um, and uh, so I always have to trust in that process, even though, and this is where surrendering happens, right? Like you have to trust in that process. Yes. Um, but yeah, I still get nervous. Like my heart starts going boom, 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 you know, and it starts racing and then I'm like, oh my God, are they going to appear? Um, but once I get, once I ground myself and raise my energy and I get into that focus and cross over to the other side, it's what I, when I get, that's what I call when I get into that zone. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, it all goes away. The nervousness goes away. And then I'm there to be just the channel. I'm the overseas operator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, remember that um, uh, Lucille Ball episode where she's the operator and she's like answering the phone calls and she's like, you know, switching around those little things. 
<laughs> yeah, in yeah, all plugging them in. Like, like uh, you know, for the younger generation, they probably have never seen that before. They have no idea what the hell no we're idea. talking about this exactly. But, um, but I remember that episode, and I just laugh mm. and laugh and laugh every time I see that episode. But it reminds me like who I am. I'm like I'm like that overseas operator, kind of sort of connect things together. You know, plugging things in and 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 um, connecting people. So, um, but yeah, I'm very excited. It's going to be on um, the. The 30th, January 30th. And we're going to start off with like wine tasting first. That'll be so exciting. Yeah, I think that's going to be cool. I haven't done that in a demonstration or have that be incorporated in a demonstration before, but I mean, it's going to be fun. Uh, so the wine tasting will start at six. And then there'll be some like, you know, cheese boards and little, you know, finger food appetizers, things like that for everybody. Um and then we start our demonstration like around 7, 7.15, somewhere around there. Yeah. So are you going to be doing some sort of card work with yeah. dur during the wine tasting stuff? Yeah, I want to bring the cards and I just I want to have fun just almost like picking those cards for you today. And just, you know, um, if people are called to or want to, it's just giving some insight into what the cards have to say for their 2023. Sure. Yeah. That'd be I'd something really charm casting, but we don't have enough time. And that's, you know, I just, yeah. For a while, but I think we'll have, we'll have some fun with the cards. Yeah. Um, so I was thinking like that would be a great thing to do while people are mingling during the wine tasting aspect, they can just come and, you know, get a little bit of a mini reading from you um, yeah. during that time. And then we can start our um, demonstration at seven. That's going to yeah. be so much fun. I'm very, very excited about that. If you haven't gone to for the audience here and we're talking specifically to those in Puerto Vallarta and um, the local neighborhood here in La Zona Romantica, um, Emiliano Zapata, um, in Puerto Vallarta, uh, it's a beautiful, Casita and Garden is a beautiful space. They've got it's so cool. They've got this wine cellar. You walk in and you 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 feel almost like you're like in like um uh in an actual like in an actual well in in the in the in the in the building itself, you feel like you're at an actual like you know winery. And then you go out to this like garden and it's huge and it's just the cutest little thing. They've got this Buddha and a pond and fountains and plants and all that type of stuff. So I'm very excited to have it there. And it's just a very nice Zen place to be. So yeah, if you did a beautiful job. Yeah, she has. And so just, you know, if you don't know who Francie is, Francie Wynn, she is the proprietor of Bonito Kitchen. And she also to Coke collaborates with with I think another somebody else, somebody else. I'm not I forget their name, but she collaborates with them as proprietors uh, for Casita and Garden. Um, she it's talk about somebody who manifests things really well. Oh my gosh. And, I'm um, right? she's 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 like superwoman. I don't I swear to God, she's I I look at her and I'm like, oh, so impressed. Yeah. And I admire like just her strength and I mean all that she's gone through was losing her business in the in the flood from two years ago, I think, um, where the river swelled and it yeah. literally collapsed her building into the, the into the river. Crazy. Yeah. And the building contained her restaurant. So Who's crazy? Um, and then the woman was still <laughs> bringing food to the homeless, bringing food to the people who were affected by, you know, the 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 storm. Um, she she does all this philanthropic work for the community, and I'm just and she set aside her own grief of losing her business to do this. I mean, this is like not even like. A day after she's out there in the community helping the community. Meanwhile, you know, her business is like in the river. <laughs> she's just a beautiful soul. She's yeah. a beautiful, yeah. beautiful soul. I there's no one in this world that I could say I would want to model myself after. Yeah. She's she's like that to me. So incredible. Um, anyway, so she's got Bonita Kitchen and Casita and Garden, and she's done a beautiful job with her businesses. And this woman has the Midas touch. I don't know how she does it, but she has the Midas touch. Turns everything to gold, no matter no matter what situation. So, um, okay. So, yeah, so that's going to be on January 30th from 6 to 9 at Casita and Garden. And tickets are on sale um, 
on my website at kennedymorganmedium.com if you're interested in coming. And I think the ticket prices are a thousand pesos, um, which is roughly like, I think, $50. But that includes the wine tasting, the food, um, the demonstration. And then the tip is also included as well. So you don't have to tip your, unless you want to, tip the waiters and the staff extra. But um, it's always nice if you do. Uh, but uh, everything's included. It's just a night of 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 great um, fun and amazing messages from spirit. So I'm excited for it. The other thing I think, um, exciting, yeah. yeah, I think the other thing that we're going to be doing is we're doing a, I'm not quite sure what date is yet, but I think um, we'll let you guys know, the audience know, um, but it's either going to be the end of January or beginning of February. We're going to have a bonfire, beach bonfire cleansing ceremony. So for those of you who are interested, make sure you reach out to me on Facebook or reach out to Vicky and let us know so we can add you to the list of people. So, yeah. Yeah. So, oh, goodness. Is there anything else we want to talk about? I don't think so. After talking about Bonita Kitchen, I'm getting hungry. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I'm I'm actually really excited for 2023. I do have this... um, you know, intention, but I have this feeling like I just feel that this year, you know, it has shifted energy for me energetically. Um, you know, the first week of the new year was still kind of for me sitting in that space and just, you know, letting a lot of like 2022, 2021, you know, just kind of go and embracing, you know what I mean? Those lessons and gift and, and start moving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have yeah. a real emotion thing. So the dancing last night was amazing. Yeah. And, I'm going to integrate that kind of into my, you know, I have my little routine meditation practice every morning, but I think yeah. I need to integrate some dance. Like I, nice. Nice. My sister was, was, was uh, cooking the cacao or whatever. I could feel my body shifting and wanting to move. So I'm in yeah. expansion mood. Yeah. 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 The, the vortex of it all, the, the, right? the energetic yeah. um, vortex. Um, you could feel definitely for sure in that area, in that space. Um so is there anything that you want to share, insights, advice, um, considerations that you would want to share with the audience? Because I think sometimes it lands the wrong way. Um, I just would love to wish everybody, um, you know, that that their hope and their dreams, you know what I mean? They manifest them and, you know, they choose or maybe look at something differently when they feel stuck. Um, you know, to open that toolbox and, um, you know, when you're ready to use those tools, right. Mm-hmm. And motion, I just keep on getting this motion moving forward. Yeah. Now you've got something coming up here. Is it this week or a course or a program coming this week? Here? I do on, um, January 11th. I'm doing oh. a zoom workshop on awakening your inner light. Um, a lot of my clients back in Canada were asking, um, after they do a session, you know, that kind of ignites their light and, you know, they're asking, how does this work? And, you know, this type of thing. So I just put something together, really simple, really basic of just, you know, igniting their night, their light. Um, a lot of the stuff similar to what you do, the way you taught is a lot of the stuff is starting with their health, their emotional set point, you know what I mean? Meditation and how that plays, I believe a big role, um, you know, in your intuitive or psychic abilities. So um, mm. it's a three week course. It's from, Pacific time from 6.30 to 8.30. Um, yeah, so I'm excited about that. I got, I think, 10 people signed up right now. So I think there's two spots only available. So Oh, okay. So so basically, if they're interested in, if the audience is, anybody in the audience is, is interested in taking the course, they should, how do they reach out to you? They could reach out to me on, um, my website is vickycartwright.com. And there's my link. I have my my WhatsApp down there and my email address and just sign up and stuff on there. Okay, so if you guys are interested in signing up for Vicky's course, and I would highly recommend it, um, please do so and, and reach out to her on her website. Um, and it's, it's it's six to nine, one time, one day, one day a week, or every Wednesday for the next three three weeks. So six to nine every Wednesday for three weeks. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Um, thank you so much. And I think that's it. I think we're just going to go ahead and wrap up the podcast now. And um, I want to wish everyone out there listening a an amazing new year. And I hope that the year started treating you started out well with you and and it continues to treat you well. Um, and uh, remember that, you know, um, 
with your intentions and your resolutions and, you know, your goals and things like that, the most important thing to do as you're moving forward in this year is to love yourself more and to love yourself through all the, you know, ups and downs and good times and, and good moments and, and uh, be kind to yourself, especially to yourself and to others too, and extend more understanding and love and, you know, um, yeah. That's so true. That's beautiful. Yeah. Vicky, yes. love you. Talk thank to you me. later. We'll see you soon. Yeah. Thank okay. you so much. Okay. And um, thank you for being a part of my experience last night. Okay. That's awesome. I'm glad you came.